0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Date Me or Hate Me, a podcast all about dating. I'm sorry if this week sounds a little bit different. I changed rooms. Normally, I record in my closet because it is nice and quiet, but I don't think the AC gets in there, so it can get pretty hot when I'm sitting in there recording this whole uh, episode, any episode. So I moved in here to be cooler especially since it's been so hot here in Florida like disgusting um and the Sahara dust definitely didn't help it is like just outside is not my friend right now but it's fine still going out there just limiting the time because it's hot as Hades and the dust I actually think the dust thing might be gone now maybe potentially Um, but anyway like my allergies were not having it so been a little uh stuffed up but good to go no worries here um but yeah just kind of rolling through life otherwise I don't unfortunately have any like exciting recent stories for you guys lately since the last time I came on here but if you know me and my luck with dating, you know that that will not last very long. I will have more stories I'm sure to tell you in absolutely no time, but today we're actually kind of gonna go back in time, probably because there's also been no like recent mishaps. That's actually a good thing, but yeah i've I was just you know kind of reminiscing and realized why not make an episode about, you know, the first real boyfriend I had back in high school. So yeah, this episode is going to be called The High School BF. So yeah, as I kind of mentioned, I've kind of been, you know, reminiscing. (laughs) Um, I blame it mostly on the fact that I have been inside for the past week or two, because Florida is basically closing down to some extent again. We have tons of cases here, and I don't want to go out and be around anybody. All I literally have been doing is going to work, helping them move, and coming home, hanging out with Toto, and enjoying my free time, which Toto is sitting here eating a bone. So if you, like, hear her chewing in the background, I'm so sorry, but... It's keeping her preoccupied, so it's going to have to happen. But yeah, so I've been, you know, thinking about my first like real relationship. I also wanted to mention too, I'm pretty sure the rom coms I've been uh watching haven't been helping either. I'm like a total rom-com fan. I'm a hopeless romantic. If you know me, you already know this. So I think that's been, you know, sparking some of that. But Yeah, so I was thinking about like my first real boyfriend because it's been so long since me and him were together that he doesn't really pop up like he used to, like obviously years ago when we, closer to when we actually dated. I mean, we dated when I was like 14, 15, 15, 15. We dated for a good chunk of, you know, my high school career. Um, so yeah, I mean, and that's, if you know how old I am, I'm not going to say it. (laughs) It's not that bad, but I mean like that's well over 10 years ago. So it's definitely a a more faint memory than a lot of my other episode topics and things like that. So, um, yeah, so I really like, kind of like dug into those memories. Um, And I got to thinking, you know, how a lot of people, you know, don't really think that high school relationships are even like real air quote relationships because usually you're so young and naive, but I really don't believe that. And of course I will get more into that, but I do get, I guess, where parents or older people are coming from when they look at a, you know, a very immature relationship And, you know, they might not last forever, but, you know, that's not even necessarily the point in my eyes now that I'm kind of looking back. It's more about the experience you get. It's about, you know, trying to create a lasting relationship, potentially. I mean, high school sweethearts, some of them do get married, so you can't really say that they aren't good at all it's not like it's a statistic where you know zero percent of high school sweethearts or people who dated in high school get married and stay together because that's just not true like there are plenty of people who met in high school who in most instances not all but I mean that's their first and only relationship they've ever had and it's like if they feel confident enough to get married in it then what Is wrong with that. Like, they should totally do that. That's their choice. Like, I mean, that could be their person. They just got lucky and found it on the first try. Whereas people like me, you got to try a lot, I guess, in order to find what you're looking for. But that's totally fine. Like, I'm fine with that. But so it just got me thinking about that kind of topic is how, you know, a lot of people talk about, oh, well, relationships in high school aren't really real or they can't be but so serious because you're so young and I mean to some extent that is true you are young you are naive you you know believe in things and you fall for things that you wouldn't 10 years down the road and sometimes you're completely different from your first relationship to who you end up marrying it's just that's just life though So I've just been really just thinking about everything, I guess, like it's, it's something that has like intrigued me here recently. It's something that I feel like everyone to some extent kind of experienced. I know also, and we'll kind of talk about it too, that some people, you know, weren't allowed to date in high school which we'll get into my opinion about that as well. And as you can kind of connect the dots here, obviously I'm a firm believer in, you know, letting kids in high school and whatnot have relationships, but to each their own and your parents, you know, make the rules for you when you're too young to make them on your own. So you do have to respect that. So if it's your parents doing that's totally understandable. If you just wanted to focus on your schoolwork in high school or your sports or whatever, that's totally fine too. I, however, obviously am team high school relationships. Um, just because you learn so much. I mean, that's you like that idea is where this podcast even started, is that I have ha- obviously had to kiss a lot of frogs. Granted, I didn't kiss all the frogs. I'm just experienced a lot of frogs or hung out with a lot of frogs, I should say. But through all that, I've learned so much, so much about relationships, so much about myself, so much about other people that I wouldn't change any of it for anything. So yeah, I mean, you are a little bit less, or you have a little bit less emotional intelligence when you're in high school you will get more of that as you get older and you experience more relationships and you just grow as a person but being young doesn't and shouldn't invalidate the relationships that you get into during that time period of your life and that's kind of like my main point I guess with this whole episode and everything is that you know People will tell you, oh, you're just young. You don't know what relationships are about, yada, yada. But you have to be in one to find out. I mean, I could tell you till I'm blue in the face what I think and what I went through and to try to help you also like get through it or experience that through someone else's experience. But honestly, the best teacher for everything is experience, your personal experience. So again... As you can tell, I am team that i 'm kind of going off on a tangent, but what 's new over here anyways, so yes, I caught myself thinking about like my first real boyfriend, and I kind of realized too that he 's probably the main reason my standards are very high and granted don 't get me wrong i I do want to be married one day, I do want to have kids, I want to have a family. I want to marry somebody that compliments me in a way that makes me feel like being married is better than being single. Or being in a relationship is better than being single. I'm not going to go jump into any and every relationship with anyone just to do it. Like, I believe that there's somebody that, you know, will be the yin to my yang. Or ying? Ying? No. Yin, yin, and yang, yeah, okay, I had it right the first time, but no, I so my first boyfriend he legit treated me so well, so well, and I'll get into that you know in the next segment when where I, I kind of tell like our story. I'm not gonna lie, it's gonna be kind of hard to chronologically organize my thoughts from that long ago, but I'm gonna try my very best, but he he literally did so much for me that i i definitely took somewhat for granted at the time that it was happening i got i was very fortunate to have somebody for the most part where we had a very like loving and nurturing relationship granted there was obviously hardships or we would still probably be together but Looking back, I was like, wow, I had a great first experience with like a real, real boyfriend. And he was a great guy who kind of set the stage for everyone after him. And even now is kind of like the first time in a very long time I've kind of looked back and been like, no wonder I want these things because he gave me those things at such a young age and I I didn't take him for granted. I maybe should have told him thank you more. Of course, you can never, you know, thank people enough, I feel like, personally. But he set such a a good foundation in the things that I'm looking for that it's kind of hitting me now, like, wow, that's where it stemmed from, kind of. Potentially, you know. But all of that is, you know, why I think high school relationships are so beneficial. And I kind of hate how much like flack they get for, you know, of course, like I mentioned before, being young and naive and you don't know what you're doing, basically. You know, do they all end in fairy tale happily ever afters? No. But some of them actually do, like I mentioned before. So. Let's dive into the story and then, of course, as always, we'll get into your feedback and some of the lessons that you guys learned in high school. So I ha- did have some little dumb flings throughout like my grade school career. But they were, like, the ones, like, in sixth grade where, like, Jimmy comes up to you and he's like, hey, you're my girlfriend now. And you're like, okay. And then, like, you don't talk to each other ever again. So (laughs) I will say maybe those type of relationships. But even though I I have heard of people who have literally been dating since, like, sixth grade, extra, extra, extra million times props to you guys if that is you. Um, But, yeah, those ones are a little you know, not concrete, not set in stone. They don't really have a relationship, a true relationship foundation. But high school, you know, you're a teenager. You're a little bit more of aware of everything. You're going through puberty, like you're just you're learning life and you're going with it. You're dealing with it. There's emotions. So, high school I still stand true on those relationships being beneficial below high school they potentially could be but maybe not the best anyway back to the story um so what I'm trying to say here is that my first high school boyfriend was really my first real relationship I had Um, Growing up in a small town like I did, everyone knew everyone from basically kindergarten until you graduated high school. Yeah, people came and went throughout the years. But for the most part, it was the same people year after year. You're in classes with them. And, you know, you just literally you guys are growing together. But it's like you just end up dating or like talking to you know the same people over and over and over again, which isn't a bad thing, but it just when that's all you've ever known and the people all the only people you've ever seen, sometimes it's harder you to get into serious relationships with them because they're not what you're looking for. But my sophomore year of high school. There was a new guy who came to PHS, which is my high school initials, if you couldn't tell. But yeah, and he was a year older than me. He actually transferred from the private school that was like a minute away from where my parents lived. Um, And he is a Catholic school. I forgot why. I think he wanted to experience, like, the public school experience. So, like, his junior year was his first year there. And he really only had those two years. But he wanted to experience public high school. And he got me. Now, (laughs) I can't really remember how we, like came to talk to one another. It sounds that sounds so sad, but I really don't know what like sparked it. And I was a little bit more shy in high school, so I don't know if I like reached out to him or not. I mean, knowing me now, like I would totally do that. But I don't know if high school me would have done that. Senior year high school me would have done that, but I don't think sophomore year. I think I was still like, you know, oh, they're older than me. Oh, whatever. Um, so yeah, unfortunately, maybe I should have texted him and asked him. He might remember. Um, I don't know how we like came to be in a relationship, honestly. Like, oh, that's going to bother me. I'll have to text him after this and do like a little insert next week and be like, oh, by the way, this is how we actually met anyway. So yeah, I was a sophomore, he was a junior, Um, don't know how we met, I can't remember, but we were basically inseparable after that, I mean, he, we did everything together, he would bring me breakfast every single morning, so my high school had this like little area in the cafeteria where the, um, what is that class called? The culinary, like, kids would do their classes in there. But basically every morning, the culinary teacher and some of the students would cook breakfast and you could go buy, like, chicken biscuits and stuff like that before school actually started. And this boy, my high school boyfriend, would bring me cut up strawberries and bananas every morning in a Tupperware container and then go get me a chicken biscuit and, like, meet up with me at a table, and we would eat before we went to classes, like, every single day. I, like, I wish I had a chicken biscuit and some strawberry and bananas right now. Um, But yeah, I mean, that's just, like, something that, again, I've been looking back on, and I'm like, this man literally brought me, well, he was a boy at the time, brought me breakfast every morning, like, every single morning. Wow. Anyway, so we also would go on vacations together. Like during spring break, we would go down to Virginia Beach and we even like rented horses and rode horses on the beach. This is at 16, like 15, 16 years old. Like, anyway. Then we went to, I think, Nag's Head one time together. He, um, I'm trying to think if he came on one of my family vacations. I can't remember. Anyway, like my family loved him. He was such obviously a sweet guy and he would, um, come with me to my dance competitions. If they were like in town or like out of town, he would come with me, support me like all weekend. Like the man was insane. I don't know what I did to deserve it. But it was great. Um, He took me to his junior prom. So I got to go to prom as a sophomore, which isn't, like, a huge deal. But back then, it kind of is. And, yeah, I mean, we would just hang out at his parents' house. He'd come over to my parents' house. He liked to, like, skateboard around his neighborhood. I mean, played guitar. Yeah. I recently got a new computer and had to like move some of my stuff from my old computer onto an external hard drive and saw like all these photos from back then. I can't even plug my external hard drive in to get them off, but maybe I have some extra ones on here that I can like post so you guys can see, but yeah, I mean... He was so supportive and loving and nurturing. Like, he just, you could tell he cared. You care, like, I could tell he was really into me. I never once, like, thought he was cheating on me. Never. He was, like, all about me and totally made me feel loved and cared about. And, Yeah. I mean, I'm just getting, getting in the feels here. Just like thinking about it, not like in the feels for him. I mean, that's long gone, but I'm like, wow, like things were really good for high school romance. Um, of course he did do some things that I didn't agree with and that made me actually pretty angry. And there were things that most kids in high school were probably doing, but I wasn't. And I kind of just wanted him to do better when it came to that aspect I'm not gonna like put him on total blast but he was doing things that I didn't really want him to do and I think because he knew I didn't like that he was doing those things he tried to like keep them from me not in like a lying mean way but like just to not disappoint me But then I would find out that he's doing the things and get disappointed. So that was really like the main detriment to our relationship was that and those kind of instances stemming from that. Other than that, obviously, as I've kind of like described, he was a very, very good boyfriend. I was very fortunate. But, yeah, I I mean, even despite the, like, things I didn't agree with with him, I knew he was a genuinely good person to his core. Like, he was not a mean, harmful, or hurtful, like, person at all. He was genuinely kind and caring, and you could tell that about him. And until recently, I hadn't really seen that type of like genuine loving and nurturing type of soul in anyone else. And that's kind of sad. I mean, it's it's very rare these days, almost like sitting here talking about him and, you know, kind of going over the other people I've dated and like granted a lot of them didn't get to a point where I had a relationship with them like a real relationship but none of them as much really struck me as having that genuine nurturing loving soul deep down either they like didn't show it because I know guys also you know like don't like to act like they care a lot of the time which is pretty ridiculous or maybe it's because they want to take some more time in order to show that side which I do get but don't take so much time that you end up ruining it before you really express how you feel hint to dudes out there but yeah so I mean my previous ex-boyfriend was really the only one besides my high school boyfriend that really gave me this feeling that they had a genuinely nurturing and loving soul like they want to provide not because they have to like I am an independent woman no one has to provide for me I have been providing for myself for years now but the fact that when a guy shows you he wants to provide for you it doesn't have to be expensive things or whatever. It could literally be chopped up strawberries and bananas in a Tupperware, like not every day, even like once in a while, like it's little things. It's just like those acts of kindness and those like little things that show that somebody cares about you and that they want to like provide for you and help you. It's, I guess maybe as like a woman and a woman that's kind of older, I'm not like super old, but like, you know, my reproductive time clock is ticking. And it's nice to like, I guess maybe that's like me being older. Is that like seeing that kind of, I always, I'm going to get on a tangent here. I'm going to go away and then come back to what I was saying. When you're younger and women are like, oh, like the way he is with children, just like does it for me. Like, it turns me on. It's so attractive. Like, 20-year-old me would have been like, huh? Like, what? Like, I don't see it. Me now, I'm like, yes, a man that wants to, like, provide for me and potentially, like, his family sign me up. Like, seeing a guy with, like, a kid who knows how to, like, handle a kid, and it's not just, like, making sure they don't cry. It's that like, you know, generally having a connection with a kid that is attractive. Like it is attractive. I do realize that now, but that's basically what I'm saying is, you know, now that I'm older, seeing someone want to provide for the person that they're with, because everyone should be doing that regardless of like a guy or a girl, like you should be providing for your partner in the relationship. And that's emotionally, that's, like, uh, all-encompassing. Like, if, you know, your partner is having a bad day, go, like, get them a little gift that they would like. I mean, what is, what is like, $10 going to do to you? Like, go, go get some flowers, go get some, you know... What a manly guy... Like, what's a manly thing or go get him some beer. Oh my God. Get him some chicken and some beer or something. And he will be so excited. Like it's not that hard. So yeah, I guess I'm just kind of like connecting the dots here, going all the way back and seeing how he was and like how ahead of the time at the time, it was the relationship and where I'm at now. It's kind of like, I've come full circle, basically. And now I'm looking for my high school boyfriend again. Not like him specifically, but someone like him. So anyway, obviously things ended. Or we would probably still be together, (laughs) obviously. But yeah, we were just in, you know, different places. Like he wanted more of my time and attention than I really could give to him. He deserved someone who could give him, you know, the time that he wanted because he really brought so much to the table, so much to the relationship. I wanted to spend time, you know, with my friends and, you know, be young and wild and not like wild, but, you know, not be tied down. I, you know, I wasn't way younger than him, but... I was younger than him. I wanted to still kind of like experience high school, which isn't really an excuse, but I mean, he did get a little upset when I was spending more time with my friends than with him. And then that's when I realized like he needs somebody who can give him the time that I can't give him and that I'm not willing, you know, to sacrifice my friend time for him I tried to make it, like, an even split, but it wasn't good enough for him, and that's fine. And, you know, initially when we ended things, it wasn't necessarily easy, but it wasn't messy either. Me and him, you know, it just, we talked it out, like, mature people, actually, for being, you know, 16, 17 years old, and realized that we needed to go separate ways, and that's what it was, and we always, you know, somewhat kept in touch, even to this day. We're not, like, super best friends. We don't talk all the time, but every once in a while, we'll definitely, you know, hey, how you doing? Like, hope you're doing well. And, you know, saying all this out loud now is funny because it's like I'm somewhat, like I mentioned, searching for it again like the same feeling that he gave me years and years ago i'm kind of searching for that again so you know i hope he's doing well i hope he knows how grateful i am for all he did for me back then and the standards he set that are so freaking hard to meet but it's okay my my prince will come one of these days we don't know when. Hopefully it's before the world ends. I would like that. Um, but yeah, no. It's thank you. Thank you to my high school boyfriend. And I hope for you know anyone listening to this, I'm not saying that the things he did equals a perfect relationship because everyone's different. You already know. I know. It is how it is. But just realize that you deserve someone who puts in effort it's not always going to be the same amount of effort sometimes you're doing more work and sometimes he's doing more work or she or whatever they I don't know it's not always going to be even but there should be effort put in because you deserve that They deserve that. You need to put in effort when it is needed. They need to put in effort when it's needed. It creates the balance. It creates a healthy relationship. And you deserve that. You genuinely deserve that. You deserve a nice person. You should be a nice person. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know what noise that was, but I was trying to like, you know, (laughs) be be good. And yeah, so let's get into your segment of your experiences and your lessons that you learned in high school. So again, I'm sorry for getting a little sentimental on you guys last segment, but it is what it is. Now it's time for your feedback. So I asked you guys, did you date in high school? 64% of you said yes, and 36% of you said no, and I was actually really shocked at how many people said no, Um, again, the majority said yes, and I kind of expected that, but, like, some of the people that said no, I was kind of surprised, and I really wanted to know kind of why, like, if it was a personal reason, or, like, a parental reason, um, because like I mentioned before, I know a lot of parents don't really allow their children to date in high school. Um, and you can't really disrespect your parents when you live in their home and you know, you're not legally allowed to make your own decisions yet. Um, but yeah, like I mentioned to you before, you know, maybe you want to focus on your grades or sports or whatever. So I guess I should have, you know, asked you guys why on that side, but, that just was interesting to me. So then I asked you guys if yes, was it serious or just a fling type of relationship? And 38, Oh, sorry, <laughs> a little dyslexic with the wrong numbers over here. 63% said serious and 37% said a fling, which I thought was just interesting. One that it's almost the exact same percentages as the last question I asked. Um, and that, you know, it was a lot of people, the majority of people had a serious relationship in high school. Um, but it also ties into what I said in the beginning about like these high school relationships being more meaningful and serious than most people think they are or even can be. You know, a 63% had serious relationships. And now the next question I asked was, are you still with your high school sweetheart or, you know, your serious relationship in high school? And only 13% said yes and 87% said no. So also, like I kind of mentioned in the beginning of this episode, not all of these relationships are going to last forever. That's totally normal, but it's not 0%. It's not, you know, these people never ending up together 100% of the time. Like, it is a small percentage of just 13, but that's 13% of people who are still with the person that they dated in high school. And you can't tell me that if those relationships, those high school relationships aren't meaningful enough to create a lifetime connection, then talk to the hand. I don't know. I don't know what to say, but like, I'm not going to hear any more people try to say that high school relationships don't mean anything. Some of them don't. And like I said, like 37% of you had a fling and that's fine, but you learn from the flings just as much as you learn from the serious relationships too. So anyway, you know, props to the 13% that have stayed with their high school sweetheart. You guys probably have the most solid relationship foundation out of any other type of couple. Not 100%, but I mean, you guys came a long way. You grew a lot together. You guys were both there for each other through those stages. And that just strengthens your relationship more than anything. So you guys are what they call power couples. 100%. Don't care what anyone else has to say. And so lastly, I asked you guys what dating slash relationships lesson or (laughs) lesson or lessons. I should have, you know, described it that way. It's a little less awkward than just being like lesson, but you know what I mean? Did you learn in high school? Wow, I just totally like blanked out there for a second. I asked you guys what dating slash relationship lesson or lessons did you learn in high school? There we go. I can finally speak now. So the first person said, I wish I'd started dating around earlier. So kind of like I just talked about is like, you know, I don't know what your personal reason was for not doing it in high school. And it kind of makes me sad that you like, wish that you had started dating in high school and you didn't get that opportunity but again everything happens for a reason so don't like dwell on it but maybe in the future you know you're you'll allow your kids to have that experience if yours was maybe like a parental thing maybe you'll allow your kids to have that experience because you now realized how beneficial it could have been to you but Again, you are on the right track for you and your life. So don't think any different than that. Next up, someone said, literally, don't date just anyone. Just because they like you doesn't mean you like them. And girl, I have no idea what was going on in your head back in high school with you know who. But you made it out alive and unmarried to him, so that's all that matters, but no, I mean, times are different back then, and you grow from it, I mean, you made that decision back in high school that, you know, maybe saved you from making it later on in life, and maybe you had gotten married, and God know then you'd have to deal with all that, but yeah, no, I know exactly what you're talking about, and <laughs> I'm just dying. God, we've been friends for a long time. I love it. That's like, I'm going back. Now I'm going to like think of all the crazy times that we had. Okay, moving on. So next person said, if your mom doesn't like the guy, he's got to go because she's probably in parentheses, definitely right. And now I'm just going to do like a shameless plug here. And if you haven't listened to the mama knows best episode go and listen to it and hear that exact basic you know advice from a mama my mama yourself because I mean that's totally true your your mom and your parents in general if you're a guy and feel more comfortable going to your dad go to your dad but Or if you're a girl going to your dad and, you know, vice versa, a guy going to your mom, whatever, whatever is more comfortable for you, but talk to your parents. Like I know some people don't have the relationship where they can do that, but if you can talk to them, they've been through a lot more and they can help you deal with situations that you might not think that they, you know, know how to handle, but they've, they've been through life. They may not have been through the exact situation, but they have wisdom and years of experience and things that you have not yet learned and you will learn and maybe their advice you know helps you make the right decision sooner rather than later so talk to your parents if you can next up is i'm gay that's what high school taught her and you know what even though i know you and i know you didn't necessarily learn that in high school it's kind of been a later thing I'll give it to you since you're one of my close friends, but I know that reflecting back now, I'm sure that your high school things that you've learned and the relationships you were in, now you're kind of connecting the dots. So maybe that's what you meant, but I know for a fact you didn't come to that conclusion in high school. So nice try. Next up is don't date a girl just because she's hot. And honestly, props to you for learning this in high school because I feel like most men I know and talk to about things like this now like they are just learning this lesson now like later in their life you know they're finally starting to realize that looks only get people so far and you actually have to have a personality and be a decent human being like you can't just be hot and it's kind of sad like I mean Men are very visual creatures. Women can be too. And, you know, you have you eventually realize that like just staring at somebody and like admiring the view, I like the view. You do? Yeah. Um, you know, that's not going to that's not going to do it for you. Like you can't have a relationship where the best part of it is just getting to look at the person that you're with. Like you need those deep connections and conversations and you know really experiencing life together and you have to be compatible to do that and you know communicate and a lot more goes into it so like I said props to you for realizing that at such a young age and last one is it's high school love doesn't conquer all Girl, I love you, but I don't really know 100% what you meant by that phrase exactly. <laughs> I think it's probably about love not being everything. So focus on your studies or other aspects of your life. That's how I'm going to take it. But I mean, you're right. Like, your relationship shouldn't be everything In while you're in high school or even in life in general. You need to make sure you have a well-rounded blend of everything in your life but so that's what I'm gonna assume that's what you're going for on that one but now let's finish out this week's episode with you know a little little closer here I'm not gonna make this super long because I've already gone on plenty of tangents already but obviously this episode isn't made for people in high school to listen to it's more so about Having you guys kind of reflect on your first relationship or your high school, you know, relationships or the lessons you've learned and just how far you've come in your life. Yeah, this is a dating podcast. So mainly focusing on, you know, how your relationships have evolved. But I mean, even you as a person, kind of like I mentioned, like, did I go up to my first high school boyfriend? I don't know because I was pretty shy back then and now I'm definitely not like that now and it's just because of everything that I've experienced between those times like it has been quite a few years but I think it's really this episode is just really about reflecting on your first relationship your first real quote relationship your high school relationships, all the lessons that you've learned, how far you've come as a person, how far you've come in your relationships, how far you've come and how things have changed in what you're looking for in relationships and in dating. And, you know, I used to get a lot of, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? People used to give me a lot of crap for being picky and there's nothing wrong with that. Like I mentioned before, it's just the incredibly high standards that my high school boyfriend set. And I mean, that's the things I want in a life partner. And I'm not just going to settle for the first person that comes along, and you shouldn't either. And another thing you can take from this is when the time comes where you become a parent or if you're already a parent but your kids, you know, aren't at the high school or dating age or whatnot, you know, maybe you take some of this and keep it in mind for when they want to get into relationships. Granted, I'm not gonna tell you how to be a parent, I'm not gonna tell you how to live your life and what you should do when it comes to your relationships. I'm just here to, you know, blurt all these things out and maybe you relate to them and maybe you like them and maybe you use them. That's literally why I'm here. But, you know, maybe you have a different point of view now and maybe you will allow your children to date in high school or you always were going to or maybe you still don't want them to. That's totally your decision. But just know that your relationships you made in high school are meaningful. They may not have ended in you marrying your high school sweetheart, but they did mean something. Even your friendships in high school meant something. But yeah, that's basically... That's basically the the gist of it. I really hope you guys enjoyed, you know, this week's episode. Oh, one little thing I wanted to add in. As I talked about, these high school relationships can be beneficial. It also helps us learn how to deal and cope with loss and sadness and disappointment and all of those things that come along with relationships ending. Because like the statistics, not everyone ends up with their person they were dating in high school and you go through heartbreak and you, you learn from that and you grow from that. So, you know, that's another, another point I wanted to make sure I hit on before, before we ended it. It's never easy to deal with a breakup, but the more you go through it, the more you grow through it. And that is the truth. I had a friend recently ask me, You know, I'm helping her with kind of her relationship stuff. And she was just like, how did you get to, you know, have this mindset about you of just being like, okay, even if things don't work out and it's, I told her, you know, kind of going back to the cheater, like that is probably one of the worst scenarios cheating wise that you can be in unless your significant other cheats on you with your like mom or your sister or something. I don't have a sister So my best friend at the time was close enough to that. Really the only thing worse than that is someone cheating on me with my mom. And that would just really mess me up. (laughs) But I mean like it sucks. But I went through in the cheater relationship something so kind of catastrophic that like nothing is really going to top that unless it's the mom thing. And it does make things easier to deal with. Now in my life now, was it easy back then? Definitely not. A hundred percent no. It was so hard. The hard one of the hardest things that I've ever dealt with and had to go through and grow through and learn from. But that's what I'm just trying to say: is that, you know, having those experiences in high school, granted you are, you know, this person going through puberty and dealing with all these emotions that you're just experienced for the first time, but The more you go through these experiences and put yourself in different scenarios and situations, the more you learn. So don't be afraid. The more you go through, the more you grow through. I hope you all have a great Thursday and a great holiday weekend. Everyone stay safe. Wear your mask if you're going somewhere where you need to do that. Make smart choices and have a great time. I will see you next week.